The Halo universe is filled with wonder, mystery, and fascinating discoveries around every corner. With so much to explore, four friends decided it was about time that they boot up the consoles and discuss this universe that has grabbed their attention since childhood. Jumperscape Audio kindly welcomes you to join them in the library. Hello, one and all. Welcome back to The Library, starring your buddies, me, Austin, James, and Shane, where we talk about Halo, and that's it. There's nothing else to talk about anymore. So I don't know. We get sidetracked pretty easily. I don't know what you're talking about. There's That, doesn't, <laughs> that never happens. Speaking of never happening, uh, I saw a black squirrel today. Like, I, I haven't seen one of those in a very long time. Shine's been pointing them out to me for a couple days, but I only today saw a black squirrel for the first time in I don't know how long, because apparently they're only in Ohio. Yeah, they're dox not, yourself but, by pointing out black squirrels. Well, I mean, like, that's a pretty large margin. <laughs> they're probably dox more places in Ohio black, than I think. Black squirrels. I'm just saying. I, I'm fine. Everyone can know that I am in Iowa. Anyway, <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> so, everybody and you guys, we get to talk today about Hunt the Truth. Hashtag Hunt the Truth, even. Now, <laughs> me, me and James have listened to it uh, a good many times. I've listened to it probably like seven times, start to finish. Probably about four on my end. I don't even think we f- I finished the whole thing <laughs> like when we first went to uh uh outpost we didn't get through it all we went to outpost discovery did Gosh, we? we didn't get through so all we it. have light exposure I, at this genuine interest and concerning hyperfixation those are the three uh <laughs> levels we have <laughs> I know I know it was like part of the part of a marketing campaign but it's just like I, I don't know too much about the entirety of the story it was part of a very you could say unfortunate marketing campaign because the marketing campaign was so much better than the game that came out yeah that's i know that much i I spent countless hours on halo 5 did i mean the 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 marketing was like i want to say good but misleading like it, it brought it like hooked you but like when you got the game it feels like they backtracked Big time. Yeah, or they were yeah. just like, I, I don't know, it just didn't make sense. Well, the whole marketing campaign was supposed to be like, the Master Chief has gone rogue. We don't know what he's doing. He's We have to track him down. We have to hunt him down from planet to planet. And it's more just like, Chief is just like, I don't like it. And that there you go. I don't like it. And I'm going to go do my own thing. Like, yeah. it's a shame that Hunt the Truth is literally named after the marketing campaign because it is, I see it wholly as its own thing. Yes, it's in the lead up to Halo 5, but it does such a good job of just telling its own story, you know? I mean, it's a beautiful story. It, it focuses on the, the one part of the Halo story that, I mean, I just, I love a lot, which is, oh yeah, Oni, and there are many, many, um, you know, human rights violations. <laughs> I will say the uh the 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 bullet trailer. I know what that is for Hunt the Truth. The oh yeah, that, that's a the sniper rifle that goes through uh the, the chief's visor. I thought that was pretty badass, and 
caught me off guard at the time, but I mean, I thought it was cool. The whole thing caught you off guard. I mean, I was there when the countdown finished on the website. I got to to listen to that first episode live, and I remember being blown away because I had like uh, the other than Hunt the Truth, the only audio dramas that I really watched were ones that I listened to growing up, like Adventures in Odyssey or Paws and Tales, and like they're you know they're for kids and stuff, and you know you don't really picture like oh yeah you can actually make this like a legit thing. I never really listened to any legit audio drama. Then Hunt the Truth comes around and absolutely knocks it out of the park by, you know, allowing Keegan-Michael Key to be schizophrenic for a while. That's essentially <laughs> what it is, is uh, basically Keegan-Michael Key having a schizo meltdown for, you know, a, a whole season of audio and then I, a little bit of I've a already, second season. I've already talked to James about this, but I cannot actually experience Keegan-Michael Key anymore like i every time i see him i'm like it's been <laughs> we, we talked been. about I, we talked about that last week i'm pretty sure on the episode yeah it's just oh gosh it was just so funny it's it's incredible to think about every single time uh he of course wasn't i don't know if he no he definitely wasn't the most famous person that was on that production though because we had uh folks like mark hamill voicing a cult leader which was awesome I forgot Mark Hamill was involved. Yeah, you know, he's he's the uh, Sapien Sunrise, that. I think. I, I think that's what it was. And he's like, you know, yeah. all these people are going to be going into the sky. You know, one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a great, the covenant saw it. Ancient humanity saw it. It's going to happen, people. <laughs> Pharaoh over so here just being like, Sir, this is the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> uh, he also had voice actors like Alan Tudyk, which I didn't know that he was in it, but Alan Tudyk, I'm fairly certain he's the voice of the grave mind. Um, at least I'm, I think so. I could be horribly wrong about that, but he's one of those voice actors that's more known for the noises that he makes more than his voice acting sometimes. Um, you have some, some pretty outstanding voice performance coming from uh, I think his name is I might say Kamaya. something completely stupid I might say something huh. completely stupid but I thought uh, Dean Bradley Baker was the great mind he very well actually no you're right you're right nope you're right you you got me you want to know how I know that dude you're supposed to be the host listen the reason why I know that it's D Bradley Baker is because there is a consistent halo meme that the grave mind is also Perry the platypus what the f it's the same voice actor <laughs> what what the hell oh and also like he's also every clone actor what the, does the, he say well listen the grave mind and perry the platypus and the clones are all the same person <laughs> i knew i knew the clones from star wars was the same voice actor but perry the plot like how did why do you even give him a voice actor to do the little chittering he does once an episode sometimes it's talk. different it's sometimes it's like a really depressed, sad, and it's really, really sad. It's not fun. Perry, when he gets sad, is probably the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my entire life because he never gets sad. My spirit animal. He's so he's so great. I love him. He you know he naps all day. Then he wakes up once every day to kick some ass. Then he goes right back to sleep and eats maybe. You know, just walk maybe. around. You never, never catch him on camera, but he sure does. <laughs> probably. 
kind of. I a, did not huh? know. I did not know that though. That's pretty yeah. pretty wild to me. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm. I don't know why that uh was the thing. But yeah, the D Bradley Baker was killing it. It's grave mind. Um, I didn't know this until today. But the guy who played, I thought it was just like they got a guy who sounded very similar to him. But the guy who played uh Del Rio in Halo Four also played Del Rio in Hunt the Truth. So he came back Jerry like three Trainer, years later. Uh, Spencer himself. Uh, for Mike Harley <laughs> or Crazy Steve for the boomers out Mike there. Mike Sullivan, uh, Mikey himself. This is like, I had no idea. I had no clue until I saw the behind the scenes because there's actually behind the scenes for Hunt the Truth. And I saw him shouting as an Oni officer. And I'm like, but you're supposed to be the funny smoothie guy. You know, Austin, you're the type of dude to hear his voice and be like, oh, yeah, that was tough puppy. Stop. Was Stop he really that. tough puppy? <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, he, he was, was tough puppy. <laughs> tough, tough pu- yeah, Jerry Trainer. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no clue that was actually a thing. Yeah, I thought he, that yeah, was... Yeah, Jerry Trainer was tough puppy. Oh my I gosh. The, I forget who the girl, like the, the cat was, but yeah, no, Jerry Trainer was tough puppy. And everyone's like, oh, it's going to be great because Jerry Trainer is actually hilarious. And it wasn't terrible, but you just... It re- it was released at the wrong time. It was at a. It was released in a stage where like Nickelodeon was shying away from animated shows and was going more towards like iCarly, Victorious, and other stuff like that. More like sitcom type deals. Uh, probably one of the most neat facts you can find about this thing is the fact that uh, Steve Blum, voice of Dempsey, is uh, Jacob Walker, the actor who's like, "Get your hands on your own hog." I, huh. That doesn't surprise me. He sounds just like him, and he sounds yeah. just like yeah. himself. <laughs> he sounds just like himself. He can never. He is constantly cursed to sound worse. just like him. <laughs> That's the thing. His voice is unique enough that you're like, yeah, I can apply this to this specific character, but I could also apply it to this character and the other hundreds of guys that sound just like him. It's just the performance that's different. <laughs> it's kind of like how like Jake the dog and um. Marcus Phoenix definitely are the same guy, but they behave so differently. <laughs> They're clearly two different characters. <clears throat> but Hunt the Truth, uh, the whole plot of it is basically we're following a journalist by the name of Benjamin Jero, Benny Jero. And Benjamin over here, or Mr. Jero, as Oni refers to him, uh, he is... He was tasked by Oni to do a cover story on the Master Chief because, you know, he had finally gone public and, you know, there had to be a hit story about him to boost human morale, you know. But Ben made a little bit of a mistake. He tried to get his own sources instead of following the sources that Oni had specifically set out for him, which were all fake, by the way. (laughs) None of those people were telling the actual truth. He goes they and finds basically weren't I even believe, real people. Not even. No, they were just all actors, which is just terrifying. Uh it, it wasn't it that he got in touch with the the girl that used to spend time out in the fields with Chief when they were kids from the uh the Halo 3 cam- uh commercial. Yeah. Starry Night, the Starry Night trailer. Yeah, she he got a he got a hold of her. And she was like, "What are you talking about? He's dead." And he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, because she 
Ah, uh, okay. We I, talked. Yeah, to, yeah we okay. talked about this a little bit. The fact that Spartans yeah, we did. would die, uh, or at least their clones would. And so clone. everyone she saw she saw, she saw John's clone croak. Yep. And so everyone on Aridness too, his homeworld, everyone in that small town, because it was a small town, they're like, uh, okay, well, counterpoint, the child is dead. <laughs> uh, and so other things start to kind of crack as he's looking through this story. One of them being that one of the the fake sources that Oni gave him was supposed to be this boxing coach. But Aridness 2 was famous for its for the fact that it banned boxing on the entire planet. So it's so a bit of a slip up on Oni's part. A bit of it, like that's a kind of a huge gap. I don't know how they I missed that one. <laughs> that we that like they they kind of tease you early on to think Oni scared this man into telling the story, but then like later they he finds a tape of that old man rehearsing. And the fact that he like yeah, it's so wild is so like is so convincing that he like basically moves Ben to tears like yeah, and Ben like originally getting upset because he's like they made a they made an old man do their dirty work and then later it turns out that old man was in on the dirty work the whole time. It's so intense, kind of kind of random and off topic, somewhat. But fun fact: I'm over here looking at Halopedia's page for uh, Benjamin Gerard, and a species, human, gender, male, hair color, blue, formally, in parentheses, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it says his hair color is blue. It means it probably uh, faded when he's, you know, f- shoved in the closet at midnight, and like, you know, no one's hair is naturally blue, so. I I've always pictured him hair. as like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, like, I've never looked at his physical traits. Like I've never looked it up or searched for it. This entire time, I've pictured him as like a, like a bald guy, basic, kind of like Keegan Michael Key, but not the same. <laughs> it's I, he's I, very I difficult. Basically, ever since I realized it was Keegan Michael Key, I just see Keegan Michael Key when I think when <laughs> yeah. I when I read it. Yeah, that, that's, and, I mean, not I, I mean, when I listen fair. to it. That's too, who I see. Too, too, to an extent, I still think it's like as when I see like Master Chief in a Halo game, I still think it's like Steve Downs under the in the in the in the armor, <laughs> like just an old older aging Spartan. Even though the dude's probably like just looking like he's in his forties right now. Yeah, which is nuts. Oh, he act- Benjamin Gerard actually helped alter battle footage to keep the public unaware of how, how badly the UNSC was getting their asses kicked in the Human Covenant War. <laughs> yes, that is actually That's a really bad. big thing. Just... Uh, it, 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 uh, so, Hunt the Truth was published through Tumblr, and it was also uploaded to Spot, not Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. And uh, on the Tumblr, he would occasionally, because this was an ARG technically, uh, he would not only upload these episodes, but he would occasionally upload these little articles where he would just out all the things that he's done for Oni. One of them is there's this picture of Master Chief on the top of a building. Uh, his boots are covered in blood. Cool. Yes, his oh. hands are covered in blood. Uh, there's banshees all over the sky. The sky looks horrifyingly dark. There's ships coming down. There's beams getting blasted into the city. There's just there's a dead Marine right behind him and all of this stuff. And his goal was to edit it down to make it look more like a propaganda piece. that was more comfortable for the public. That's Halo 2's cover. 
Oh my god, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's actually f***ing wild, pardon uh -huh. my French, but oh my god, that's actually nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. I saw, I found the article on it. Yep. I found the article on it, hey, I'm reading it now. Oh my god. <laughs> that's actually pretty kick-ass. Never would have guessed. I love it. It's one of the best parts about the whole Man, that's thing. That's clever. That's very, very, very clever. They did some wild it's made stuff. Made it tie into an older Halo game. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful, and and it must be said though. Like hunt the truth, basically from start to finish, you got Ben trying to prove that the Master Chief is an innocent guy because later on they try to tag this like this murder of a a Sangheili person, like Sangheili uh, political yeah, leader so, uh, on Chief, but actually it was Chief. It was a um huh, like a delegation sent to negotiate with humanity. Like, so basically an ambassador. Yeah. And, and, and Oni was trying to pin the, the killing on chief for whatever reason. I honestly don't remember. Um, but it, it turns out chief was actually taking out terrorists that were disguised as civilians. One of my favorite quotes from that is I saw a janitor with a rocket launcher. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> a janitor with a rocket launcher. Uh, he, so chief so he hit his staff. Yeah, Chief had taken out all of the terrorists and then gotten the delegation out. But the delegation died before they like they still took a hit. So they died before Chief could get them out completely. So like Chief had had risked himself for that. We don't know why he was there still. And we don't know what that ties into what the story was supposed to be. But it's a very cool idea. And eventually, basically, Oni gets a mark on him. They like they let him go up on this this news broadcast to talk about the truth but a guy that was an odst uh i don't remember his his name but they had an odst on there that we don't know what they did to him but he was steadfastly against oni at first because he was there like he got to he i don't know if he saw it or if he was just, he had just heard about it like every other odst but he was there when chief had killed odsts during a hand-to-hand -hand combat exercise that they didn't know was just a test and he held it against them ever since but later oni got him to basically just start telling lies that he was an actor that he was trying to get Jero to dig his own grave and eventually Jero gets arrested and we don't hear from him again we're supposed to get uh his his buddy this one chick that's super cool through the entire season one because she's just she's brutal about how she does her storytelling. But then yeah. season two starts and it's from the perspective of another character from season one named Pharaoh, who was supposed to be an insurrectionist leader that was supposed to be protecting him. That didn't really happen, though, because she was also part of Oni. And it turns out that the woman that was that we thought we were going to be following for season two, she basically got arrested after episode one. So <laughs> she she didn't really make it that far. And season two, it's all right. I don't, I'm not sure if I hold it to the hold the same candle for season two that I do for season one. It's a it's cool to tease the Guardians through it. But. I think season two is a really good adventure. It's not as mindfucky as season one, obviously, <laughs> but it still it shows the other side of Oni, the other terrifying side of Oni, like the relentless pursuit. You know, yeah. like they do not leave them, especially since you see Midnight Facility where Benjamin got locked up, and he's just nuts. Like they drove him insane. Well, hold on, this might be a long shot, but I'm trying to put a few things together. I remember the one episode that I remember 
the one we were on the way to Outpost was when they were on the uh, the Kigyar ship. Was that se- was that season one or two? That was two. See, that was season two. See, that is like so, some amazing writing so, okay, to, just right, to right, make well, you feel well, like you're there. It's okay. So looking at Pharaoh's profile, and you said she was an Oni, correct? Looking into it, she's in section three, and that's the one that does like that's really good with like all the alien tech and like making the hybrid technology, like implementing the covenant or any other alien tech into, you know, the UNSC's weapons, vehicles and such. Right. Does that maybe tie in? Does that, is that maybe tying in when, you know, the kid you're on the ship were like, they, like in exchange for their freedom, like they were like, Hey, we can fix your ship because she was so well versed in the alien technology. It wasn't the technology per se. It was her knowledge of the kid culture. She was and she was okay. knowledgeable yes. about she how used to talk that them to down. make a bargain, basically. Right, and it worked. Right. So basically, well. they have to insult King right. Yard to gain their respect. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they're practically pirates, space pirates. So I mean, that checks out. Yeah, and, and it's more so than is likely. That, hmm? So that so that that I'm not just taking a shot in the dark. There, there's an actual connection there between yeah. that. Yeah, her training okay. and her her expertise supplied there and. Everywhere else, I would find it hard pressed to think that she's not part of Section Three's Black Ops unit. There's not a lot of stuff on on a Oni's Black Ops unit, except for when ODSTs are working alongside them. But it's it seems kind of likely that she was at least one of them at some point, just based on how she first of all carries herself, and second of all how effective she is in certain combat encounters. But yeah that whole thing was just basically what if oni turned on itself and what does it actually mean to be chased by oni uh probably the the coolest character that we got out of both seasons was probably mashak maradi shout out to the greatest character ever because he's just hilarious um no one knows him as the guy who went on to be the dude that could do the finger guns in eternals but he did that uh mashak here was uh, basically a hacker who knew how to get through this stuff. I think they called it the the sludge or something. It's supposed to be like the it's basically like the dark web, but much more cluttered. And there's there's basically no coherency to the amount of information that are out that's out there. But Mashak knows how to scrub it. He knows how to how to utilize it. And he was going to dump on Ben. Hey, I know that Pharaoh is with Oni and I know all these other things. I'm going to come to meet you because it's not safe to tell you over this, but Pharaoh got to him first and threw him into the middle of nowhere, literally like into a, a, a safe house that had no internet connection, hey, nothing. She was supposed to kill him. She was supposed to kill him. That is fair. She, she just didn't. And it was really funny too, because she made it sound like she did something brutal to him, but technically she did. It's just only really brutal for his situation. <laughs> uh, she took away all his games on his phone, bro. Oh no, I've lost my leaderboard in Ungoy Farmer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was one of the best little bits. I still want Ungoy Farmer. I, still, I don't understand why they didn't drop it as a game after he mentioned that because everyone wanted to play Ungoy Farmer. Uh, I want to know what Ungoy Farmer is. I want to know how it works. It, it, it has Are to be something like Ungoy Farmer, right? or do we farm Ungoy? I'm thinking that's Farmville. I'm thinking like you're an ungoy that farms. I like to think of it as, as the other way, just for my own humor. <laughs> hey there, Halo fans. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with our friends right after these messages.
Now, are we farming Ungoy or are we farming Ungoy? <laughs> Whoa. Let's not, I, Let's not go into the Ungoy breeding chambers. I never want to get into that. <laughs> I want to get into that. Oh, yes. So, uh... That's basically the entirety of Hunt the Truth as it was released. Uh, the ending of season two is pretty brutal because basically Pharaoh is trying her best to warn the outer colonies that the Guardians are destroying planets. Uh, and so she sacrifices herself because she needs Pharaoh to die and keep the legacy alive without Oni tainting that message. So Pharaoh dies. And when she dies we are brought into a conversation between black box and AI that had accompanied her on most of her journey and her. And it's basically black box giving her a briefing on what it's going to be like being an AI because she was converted into an AI after her death. And it's terrifying. Ah, uh, that's, that is the mind. That is the mind part. Part of, of the story. Two. I kind of forgot about I never forget because that's it's one of the most terrifying little bits. Anytime that someone shifts consciousness in one way or another in Halo, it is always the most like ugh, factor in any of the stories, be it the flood, be it the compo the composer, be it the postmortem conversion into AI as a human being. It's it's all weird. It's always so strange and it's always uh, dystopian in how it's handled. Um, so Hunt the Truth is kind of just left at that, unfortunately. There was, I think, supposed to be, like, a talk of another, not like a season three, but of another audio drama, but that never really obviously came. Uh, and it was just one small part of the massive marketing campaign that was behind Halo 5. Like, Halo 5's marketing campaign was probably the largest we had ever seen, and then Infinite's marketing campaign was just, like, a massive step down. <laughs> I didn't think Infinite was terrible by any means, but it just eh, it, well, it, it was fell outpost, short for what they were trying to do. It was Outpost Discovery, and then it was like a few trailers here and there. Like there was nothing that trailers, really got you. Unfinished trailers. It, it was nothing that really got you. I mean, the multiplayer trailer is pretty hype. Yeah, no, that was uh, I I was more prep like getting hyped for the the campaign, which kind of sucks but you know I, I mean the multiplayer trailer was good but like i can't say how many times i watched the first um campaign gameplay trailer that we got the one that was like perceived really bad like the first day we were all like oh my god this is awesome and we like kept watching it over and over again like looked at all the rendering issues the bugs the um the the shitty looking brutes that's where the craig meme got born so it was just like everything would just look completely unfinished and just untextured and there was grass that was popping in and out of folk, like and it, like literally just popping in and out of the game, like not even out of focus, but like it'd be there. You, Master Chief would turn his head slowly to the left, and it would disappear. Well, <laughs> it just, I'm not even gonna it, lie. It, it was, even on that first viewing, I, I I I really didn't like what I was seeing. Even on the first one, because I was like, I'm watching, and I'm like that I can, I something's off, like something is wrong, and I I like the details that are happening with the wheels coming off and stuff, but something's off. I didn't even notice all of the graphical stuff. It was just like something was off about it, which by this point I figured out the off part was I I'm still not so sure that Halo was built for an open world experience, at least not the way that they executed it. Pen potential was there. It was it, it was a, a missed opportunity. It just there needed to be more done. 
there, there was i mean and th th that's not even just like a knock on the the open world just like the campaign in general like there was not many massive scale like you could you could get a razorback full of like maybe five marines and then you'd go right into another squad of four or five marines and like that's not a large scale battle like that's something you could load up halo 3 from 2007 and go and do that <laughs> so or get it, something it much anything... bigger i mean I, like we got let's i've been thinking about all the biggest encounters that you come upon and like comedy evolved you don't get a whole lot but you do have this massive battle that you can participate in on uh assault in the control room um in halo 2 you've got the, the just the entirety of the battle that happens in uh, i think it's metropolis that you can take part in uh, in Halo 3, the Covenant and the Ark, those two missions back to back are basically just a giant yeah. explosion of UNSC combat. I, I, Even Halo I, I, 4 I would, has yeah, a massive battle yeah. that you can take part in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, when, it, when it came to Halo 3, I, I mean, yeah, like the Covenant and the Ark, both really good examples. I mean, this kind of ties in. I was going to say, I was going to get a little bit more specific and say, like, you know, mainly the Scarab, the, all, every single Scarab fight in halo 3 like there's always there's a lot going on like there, like you could have three or four like ground vehicles like warthogs mongoose or whatever else and then there's hornets and pelicans trying to help with the like the first scarab appearance in halo 3 is it was done really really well like you're in a you're a set area there's a mix of ground air combat going on it just feels like there's a lot going on rather than you just walking into a base and there just being a few sleeping grunts uh, a brute or something like that it just i don't know fell short guys i have infinite I, at least something just popped in my head and i apologize i'm going to go so off the mark you're going to be wondering how in the world my brain just went in this direction so in halo dubs the there's at one point <laughs> what he fuck? said if if you guys forget how to do something tap your damn head twice and the guy taps his head twice, and then he Tap goes, the "Oh, Connor, you, oh, Connor, you idiot!" Right, <laughs> guys. What, what if to spearhead was making a subtle nod at calling Frank O'Connor an idiot? Perhaps. I don't know why this just came to my head. It was just. I don't like, know what. I don't know what I said about scarab boss I fights just... that that triggered that in your brain, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> Oh, I Connor, just I just use that line to, and I imagine the Connor we know, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Connor, you idiot! <laughs> I say that I to myself, that to myself like eight like times a day, and it's, then not yeah, even to myself to him. Like it's like eight times. It's like eight times to myself, and then like a good five to eight Locked. directly to him, depending on what we're doing. Incredible. Uh, so since there's not really a whole lot to talk about with Hunt the Truth because it's not overly like uh, talking about it itself, there's there's some detail that you can get out of it, but the story itself is pretty cut and dry. Uh, aside from breaking down every single episode, but you know that's not really what this show is for yet, I guess. So uh, for this later half, uh, maybe quarter, who knows? Because I don't know if we'll go much longer for this one but we had uh a, <laughs> i feel really bad we had this guy uh on our discord we answered him on the terminals after show a while ago but i told him we were going to answer it on the actual show because that's how we usually handle q a now you see uh dear listener if you've been paying attention which i'm sure you have because you are so intelligent um we have a discord and in that Discord, we have a, a channel called the Library Q&A. In the Library Q&A, you can ask us questions. And if we give like a little 
uh, sticker or whatever, then it's going to get answered on the show. But due to moving and other complications with folks and all these other things that were happening, I just I completely forgot multiple times to talk about it. So here I am now to amend this mistake. This question comes from uh, Gunny in our Discord. Uh, he's a great guy. Love to have him around. He he adds a lot to our conversations in general chat, I believe. Uh, Shane is currently typing out a message. <laughs> Hello, Gunny. We're talking about you right now. Like, yeah, you never say anything in this in this server ever. And this is the only thing that you've ever said. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, yes, what is your guys' favorite character in the Halo universe, and why? <laughs> um, who's leading this one off? I, I could pick. I, I could, I could go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Do something like that. I could flip a coin. <laughs> okay, how about you lead it off? Okay. <laughs> There's three uh, of us. How are you going to flip a coin, you f***ing idiot? I just wouldn't participate. I mean, freaking. <laughs> I've dropped the F bomb three times. There, it does not matter. Also, been, we'll just edit it there out. There has been a total of four doodledoos that are going to have to happen so far. <laughs> ah. Okay. So, well. Uh, yeah, if you want to add in a fifth, that's really up to you. Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, my favorite character in the Halo universe. Um, in, oh, this, okay. So, my. My immediate answer is Fred 104. He's my, I mean, he's first of all, a great Spartan. Second of all, I, I absolutely adore any voice actor he ever gets because he always has usually the same voice profile. Uh, I, I like his story. I like his armor. I like how he carries himself. I like his one liners. I like his relationship to the chief, how they're basically brothers. It's great. It's really cool. I want him to appear in more games and be more around because he's a really cool guy. Uh, the rest of blue team is all right. Kelly is probably a runner up. It's funny. I get it. She's the she's the fast one. But Fred being the CQC guy, being pretty darn smart and uh, having, I think, the best design for armor aside from chief. Uh, I'm going to have to say Mr. Fred. Hey. Now, now who's next? Uh, the wait, the waiter is here taking our orders and we are looking around each other at the, at the table wondering who's going to speak next. All right. Mine's going to be a really, I'll go, but I'm Lord warning you guys right now. It's not who you think it is. It's going to be a major curveball. Okay, and I want you guys to be ready for it. I'm gonna guess real quick before you before you do it. I because I, I want the curveball to be understood. I think it's Emil. My favorite I think it's character. Johnson. My favorite character is Captain Price. What? <laughs> okay, okay. No, I will leave. <laughs> no, it's no, it's 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 not a curveball. Yes, I mean other than Chief is always number one. No, no, for me, back, no, the Master Chief is always the number one character, and that's the one I've always cared about. The Master My runner-up is, yeah, not much of a surprise for you two, is definitely Emil, mm -hmm. because, like, for one, the, you know, shotgun. My favorite gun in Halo <laughs> is... Yeah, my favorite my favorite one, gun in shotgun. Halo is... is Yeah, the, is the shotgun. Not, not, 
Not the one we that we currently have in Halo Infinite. We don't even say that one's name. It has its purpose, but it's not it's not the OG. The Boondog. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not no lawgiver from Halo Five, that's for sure. Do you but, play uh do you play Emil in Gears Five? Huh? Um, when I did play uh, Gears Five, the little like little version of Firefight that they got, yeah, I did. <laughs> I played it with Connor. I did play as Emil on steroids somehow. I mean, every character is worded up in Gears, but yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to join you guys on that. I really want to play it. Yeah, we we will. We'll we'll go back to it. It's been a while, but I'm down to go back. But aside from like the you know shotgun, they, if, if I've always said like if you take a me like if you were gonna like. Or if I was going to draw armor for my own Spartan, something like Emil would have eventually came into mind. So it just feels like Bungie read my thoughts as a young child, intruded them, and just plopped out a physical rendition of what I would want my Spartan to look like. It's literally Emil. <laughs> that, the, that's the most the painful part though like you keep on yeah. like, keep on getting people who are like stopping like a mule it's like no a mule is like me you don't get it <laughs> but, and that's and that's what sucks because like every, and that you know what else is about that is he literally uses the colors i've been using since they were black and red <laughs> and it's just like dude like i, I ever it doesn't matter he stole what my he, whole like flow. <laughs> no i know like and i like Where, i'll have to change up like bar. Like a, a, a chest plate or or like a shoulder plate or like um, a visor color or something because like I don't want everything to be completely identical to a meal and I'm like oh well, I can't change my colors and I can't change the helmet because the colors in the helmet that that's that that's what that's what's important right there yeah. so it's just like I'm kind of screwed regardless and I mean <laughs> that, that when we used to play Halo Reach we would always go like left shoulder plate was like a smaller piece and then the right shoulder plate was like something big and beefy and look at Emil that's exactly what Emil <laughs> has and I'm like dude calm the hell on yeah I know I know it was and I mean I wasn't alone thankfully that's how everyone did it but like oh my god it just got really really old after a while Gunny's and, like, and, 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 and it, it sucks because in Halo Infinite I mean that was the way I was thinking I'm like that might be the best way I can you know, kind of shake the the Emil allegations and just like I can like I don't know a better color like a darker sleeker black a different color red and mix and match some older armors and some newer armors to make like a better rendition of what I would want my Spartan to look like that doesn't look like just you know a great value version of Emil. <laughs> but the the cross cross core customization has kind of f***ed up for me, so I'm like kind of stuck looking like a meal currently yeah it's not fun but i'm not not gonna buy any more coatings and i'm not gonna and like any of the visors i'm not buying anything from the store so i'm just kind of rocking with what i got for now yeah. it sucks but that's the reality of it i'm waiting for them to not make white 20 dollars. yeah so, yeah so james what's your Tell favorite james, character in the Halo favorite? universe and why arbiter i yep wow really He's a cool no guy, and he doesn't coming. afraid of anything. <laughs> no one saw this coming at all. Doesn't afraid of anything. <laughs> uh, doesn't afraid. But on the real real, I just, I really like his story, especially in Halo 2. He has a good story in Halo 3, but in Halo 2, it's actually amazing. Um, and yeah. I guess, I guess there's, that's There's not that. a lot to say for me personally. How, okay, have you read any of the, any of the books that he's in? You really should.
I, I would personally recommend uh, to you, I'm fairly certain Broken Circle he's in, and I know that he's in uh, the Kilo 5 trilogy, and he's awesome. He commands a presence every time he walks into the room. It's amazing. Uh, there was a second question attached to this, though, because it wasn't just what is our favorite character. It's how are you? I'm in pain. <laughs> no, I'm really good. I'm fantastic. How about you, Shane? Uh, that 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 means the same thing that James said. And right, me, Gunny. You know what? I'm real good after you ask that question. I like it. I I like being checked on. It makes me feel cared about, appreciated. I I thank that. I thank you for that one. Very appreciated. Anyway, so th that's the first that we've ever gotten. So, you know, high fives all around that we that we now have uh, a way of actually communicating with the people that listen. Uh, aside from this, I actually also wanted to go into if I can open them up fast enough, I can. I uh, wanted to go into kind of responding to some of the stuff that we've gotten over the course of the show uh, so far, because you guys, I'm sure you remember that I mentioned this on every single episode that we release onto Spotify. We have two things that we upload alongside the episodes. One of them is a Q&A. That's like a question related yep. to the episode and then a poll. Simply, was this a good episode? Uh, now, the first one that we ever did was for the precursors. The question was, do you think the precursors were justified in killing the, or the forerunners were justified in killing the precursors? Uh, and what's funny is that we actually have opposing opinions on that one. The first one said, no, they should have had the foresight to understand the precursors know best and then turning on them spelled their doom. That's a good point. I, I like that point of view. The other guy though. Yeah, but it isn't right. It had to be done. <laughs> okay yeah but no the first guy definitely no, it had to be done no, that, that's not much of an argument it had to be done had to be done has to be done uh oh goodness it's so great and our first episode we have uh 10 votes on the if it's a good episode or not six said yes one said no and first. three said that they're indifferent <laughs> Well, the one person who said no, I hope you have a terrible, terrible day. F*** you, I hope your whole family has a nice Christmas. <laughs> I, 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 I hope you uh, get cold in your stocking. He's just keeping us humble, I understand. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't have, we can't have six people saying yes and like no, no one's saying no, it's a bad episode. You know, we'd let it, we, our ego would be inflated. Oh, absolutely. Like, no one said it's a bad 100%. episode. 100%. We're just yeah, that would make it a whole we're good. four people that say it's a <laughs> that's way too many people <laughs> praising. The dislike trolls have made their way from YouTube to our podcast, <laughs> which we should you actually use some. You, you, you could find a video on YouTube of someone being like, "Today I found the cure for cancer," and then like <laughs> there'd be like one person who dislikes it. There's pro honestly probably a lot more than one, but you know, you know, you just like wouldn't someone, see the discount like uh, the oh no, bar anymore. Yeah, you, you wouldn't see it. Yeah, you wouldn't see it. But I mean, back in the day when everyone wasn't you know a a, a baby on YouTube, putting it lightly, 
it, you can see how many video dislikes a video had. And it could be like the most wholesome video with the best intentions. And then still be like, it, it'd have like 12 million, 12 million likes. And then there's like 2,000 dislikes. I'm like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you people? You're just disliking things to dislike them. Well, yeah, it's, it's, annoying. it happens. Yeah. Uh, on our second episode, the forerunners, the question was, do the forerunners deserve the mental responsibility or were the humans the right choice from the beginning? The answer was, uh, I, you know what? They have a username, but I'm guessing it's like a guest or something because the username is um, 21 Riam 6KC 5002 Rimjahankunku 47KY. What? <laughs> oh my god Alrighty. the answer was simply yes humans are rightfully supposed to inherit the marital foreigners are jerks foreigners are jerks that's putting it kind of lightly insightful. in my opinion <laughs> just... pretty base calling the foreigners jerks pretty pretty base five people said it was a good episode one person said it wasn't I guarantee you it was that same mother <laughs> from the last episode <laughs> Just like no, I hate this show. Every episode, no, no, no. Dude's praying. Dude's praying on our downfall. (laughs) He's gonna be. He's gonna pop up in our, uh, in our, in our queue. Wait, wait, wait. You got this. Oh my god, I'm looking. I may have missed this, but I'm looking at the uh, the library Q and A. Said hello, Gunny. We're talking about you. And he said, "Why? Thank you very much." (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I didn't actually. Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, good thing. It's all a good thing. I didn't notice that. I don't know. You might have said something, but I completely missed it. I went there to see if he said anything. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, very cool. <laughs> uh, for the Covenant, which species in the Covenant had the shortest stick? Who was treated the worst? You know, in case someone didn't I, understand it, what that meant. I, 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 I really hope everyone is on the same page here, or I might just have to retire from this podcast before it actually goes anywhere, because if there's some stupid, wild answers, there's only one right answer, and we can't lie to ourselves. There's, well, in my opinion, there's only one right answer, but I, I want to hear. They said that hear. they're kind of split on the engineers and the grunts. Okay, that's fair. Okay, <laughs> that, that's that's fair. I, I can take that. I'm mean, like, if he says anything other than the engineers and grunts, I say I'm grunts, just say this but I mean... My ADHD made me miss the question, um, and I have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about. It was which species in the it covenant had the species. shortest stick? Is this an innuendo? No. Who was treated the worst? No. Oh my god! Uh, it's funny why you said who in the yeah, covenant had the shortest one. <laughs> so I love how you like put it in parentheses, like who was treated the worst, and you were like. Oh, Fred, I put it there for anyone who might not understand, and James on the podcast is the one who didn't understand. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. What, what, what well, did you yeah, say, James? It's, it's the grunts are the engineers. It's the only answers that make any kind of sense. Yep, they, they got it. Uh, three people said it was yeah. a good episode. One person is indifferent. Okay, so the dislike troll didn't come back for no. thirds. Uh, so one person actually replied to what role in the UNSC would you want to play? And he replied, ODSTs. They're just so cool uh, to me. I love them. Very based. Very, very based. I mean, Austin got on his burner and decided to comment. Listen, okay. ODSTs (laughs) are cool, but 
I would only maybe do that. I wouldn't like 100 percent do that. Like, there was actually a lot more people in the comment like that were replying to the questions saying like nope, like oh so everyone's like Spartan Spartan. Like the the count is like 50 to nothing for Spartans. Awesome deletes them all and goes on his burner and comments ODST. They're so cool. Like it, it's just it's I want just that reply now. <laughs> uh eight people said they liked oh, it yeah. no one said they didn't wow. like it no one is indifferent Alrighty. everyone says it's a good nice. episode i'll still yeah, get episode. what episode was that that was the unsc one. Oh, okay the i do remember that one going well it was a good time the next one is the well, i mean that's something we were all human covenant war <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to cut you off <laughs> I was gonna say that's some we're all well versed, and so I'm not surprised there was a good episode. Yeah, uh, this one was which game displayed the war the best in your opinion? And he replies, Halo Three ODST because you get to see the aftermath, and you're a normal soldier, kind of. Awesome, get off your burner! Listen, oh my I'm god, ju I'm just saying he makes a good point, doesn't he? <laughs> get off your burner! He makes a good point, okay. I I'm saying for that question, I'm still dying on the hill of Halo Reach. I think Halo Reach is definitely the best answer for that one. I, think, I will die on that. Ill. I think the way that I look at it is Halo Reach does the best job of displaying the the state of humanity in the war and just how hopeless it is. But it's not like it's not showcasing what the war looked like. Maybe not the best because it was <laughs> like because it didn't have it had a very specific circumstance happen where the entire fleet showed Whoa. up. Uh, okay. <laughs> we don't have time to go down this rabbit hole we're at 49 minutes already six people said it was good no one thought it was bad hey the dislike troll is being snuffed out <laughs> i found him the banished Watch. episode do you think atriox is the best villain we've had in years yes there are two replies and basically uh oh oh i didn't see this one uh, one person goes yeah and the other person goes yes and also love what you guys are doing great friend group are you good what? have you had a, too much caffeine <laughs> uh seven people Am I not said, allowed to huh? be flattered well no it's just your heart tangled like it's, it's, hold on someone just metaphorically Someone just what? <laughs> See, I went to the yeah, Q and A, expecting <laughs> someone to say something, and there was nothing there. What? What That's is so funny? Explain, James, please. I can't read that. <laughs> Why? Why? Someone explain. It's okay. You can okay. do it it out. Okay. First, first of all, uh, for the banished, seven people liked it, and no one didn't like it. Um. Anyway, the didact. Uh. Four people liked it. No one didn't like it. The question was, have you read the Forerunner trilogy? If so, which is your favorite of the three? We have one reply that says, I want to read them. And we have another from a strange man with a skeleton profile picture that says, I liked when the didact said, I'm going to piss and sh and poop and c and then died. <laughs> that was my favorite part. The, le the legendary <laughs> ending for Halo 4. <laughs> it was the legendary ending. Uh, those are the last ones that we got actual answers on. The other ones are like are just the polls so far. Uh, for the Halos, three people liked it. For the Arcs, one person liked it. The other person didn't like it. 
for the shield worlds five people liked it for the flood one person liked it uh for the prometheans two people liked it and for the prophets we don't know yet no one's voted on it yet so we're at least getting interaction uh and i'm i'm cool with that because i love interacting with folks especially in this community did it for a very long time and i'm happy to have a different way of going about it especially since like our show is only growing and you know what dear listener you can help us grow by first of all spreading the show around by second of all going to discord.gg forward slash jumperscape and joining our community there by third of all going to patreon perhaps because there's free episodes of terminals now available there it's not all behind the early bird special that's only two dollars a month like why wouldn't like why wouldn't you want that but otherwise there's still free episodes there for you so you could go and listen to terminals and what also, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification icon. And did you know that 90% of you who listen to oh, the show want to subscribe? <laughs> <laughs> I was this, like, episode is, uh, this episode is turning more and more into like an after show. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, I know. I'm fine with it. but Yeah, we don't. So we're all we're all good with that. Uh you, We're going to go to YouTube eventually. That's the best part is that we're working on that right now. Um mostly mostly me i'm i'm working on getting us there these guys are are more just like preparing for what i might do to get us there i'm i'm willing to pull some pull some strings rip out some ventricles oh hmm? whoa anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much dear listener for joining us for talking about hunt the truth it uh we didn't get overly detailed about it and that's basically on purpose highly recommend you go listen to the show yourself that's the only way you're going to be able to get the true experience of the show if you really want a detailed breakdown going step by step you can't get much better than what's currently available on youtube so highly recommend you go see those guys i'm fairly certain both hidden xperia and halo follower have amazingly detailed breakdowns of the show from many years ago definitely want to go listen to those instead of listening to us try to you know talk about how cool the show is and everything like that so otherwise we thank you so much for listening and uh, shane james say something nice uh, uh, to or about gunny gunny i love you <laughs> and i want to marry you <laughs> come here you i wasn't gonna say it's very that. nice of you <laughs> I was going to say thank you for commenting and me being the first person I actually respond to in the uh, Q&A chat. That's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week when we talk about the Spartans. Okay. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Da da da. The library was produced and published by Jumperscape Audio. Funding was provided by our fantastic patrons on Patreon. Big thanks to Dark Salad 42 and Connor Clark. If you enjoy the show and wish to support Jumperscape's future projects or get some sweet benefits, join our Patreon at patreon.com jumperscape or become part of this truly special community at discord.gg jumperscape. Thank you for your listenership and we hope you enjoyed. <laughs>